This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. The Holy Spirit tells us in John chapter 13, verses 1 through 5. Now before the feast of the Passover, Jesus, knowing that his hour was come, that he should depart of this world unto the Father, having loved his own that were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And during the supper, the devil, having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he came forth from God and goeth unto God, riseth from supper, and layeth aside his garments, and he took a towel and girded himself. Then he poured water into the basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet, and wiped them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Later in the same chapter, Jesus gives his disciples comfort, and encourages their troubled hearts. He knew that they would soon be heartbroken. He tells them to love one another and to hold fast to each other, to encourage each other and to remain confident in the lonely life they had been living in a service. In chapter 17 of John, Jesus prayed for the unity, that they would be one, just as he and the Father are one, because he knew they would soon be tempted to be pulled apart. Now fast forward to the scene where Pilate offered to release Jesus in Luke chapter 23, verse 13 through 25. And that scene, as you know, the crowd asked for a murderer to be released. That was the will of the crowd. They shouted for Barabbas to be released and Jesus to be crucified. And of course, their voices were heard loud and clear. The scene that took place is easy to picture, isn't it? The shouting is easy Well, not easy, but can be imagined clearly, can't it? But now that you have all of that in your mind, here's my question. Did Satan really think he would kill Jesus? Did Satan believe that this was the end of God's plan? Did Satan think that he had beaten God? Okay, I realize that that's more than one question, but they're all rolled up into one. Did Satan believe that As the crowd chanted, crucify him, when Judas kissed Jesus in the garden as a sign of of his betrayal, did Satan believe that he had bested God? Let's take a moment and let's step back, way back. Go back to the tree, the tree in the garden, that is. Eve is standing there, admiring the tree, and Satan tells her that she should eat. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 6 Satan tempts Eve, and she takes the fruit. But Satan never spoke to Adam. It says Eve gave the fruit to her husband, and he did eat. And Satan never spoke a word to Adam. You see, he didn't have to. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 through 15, God introduces his plan, and it was very clear that Satan would not defeat God's plan. So the question remains... Was Satan's purpose to kill Jesus? Did he know, but he knew he could not do it, right? Well, I know this because Jesus created all things, Colossians chapter 1, 16 through 20. For by him all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. 
For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be in things on earth or things in heaven. So I admit, my question is a crazy question, isn't it? Did Satan think he could kill Christ? Well, of course not. But killing Jesus, maybe that wasn't Satan's point at all, was it? I mean, Satan didn't kiss Jesus on the cheek to identify to the soldier that, soldiers that he was the Christ in the garden, did he? Satan didn't shout, crucify him, did he? Satan didn't choose Barabbas, did he? No. Those were all done by a wife, a brother, a friend, a crowd. I have no doubt that Satan was there. Anytime a person that proclaims to be the follower of Christ shares a picture that has cuss words or people encouraging a young woman who wears clothes that call attention to her body in a sexual way, anytime there's a crowd that in a dark room moves to the rhythmic sounds that tempt them to behave in ways that God condemns, anytime that there's a voice, a look, a whisper that you will not surely die, anytime that that happens, Satan is there, but Satan is not always the one who's saying it. On that horrible night that Jesus was betrayed, he prayed. He prayed for their unity. He prayed that they would withstand the voices that would discourage, that would tell them their suffering would not be worth it, that Jesus was not the Messiah, that he was really dead forever. Jesus prayed that they would love with one heart and amidst all the pull that they would feel that turning away from his training, he prayed that God would talk to them and direct their path through the horrible noise that would tear at their hearts and their souls. But on that terrible and wonderful night, they stopped listening and they heard the crowd For a brief moment, they heard the voices that said that they would surely die. They listened to the crowd. Matthew chapter 26, verse 31, Jesus foretold that they would all fall away that night. He quoted Zechariah chapter 13, verse 7, that prophesied that horrible night that they all scattered away, all of them amidst the yelling, the crowds, the temptations to turn away. In those moments when we have so much noise, it's, it's all around us. And those moments that seem to carry us away, away from our God to listening to someone else's voice. It's in those moments that I hope that, that we take a moment to ask ourselves, did Satan think that he could kill Jesus on that cross? And I would contend that he did not. He knew he did not have to because he knew Jesus, the creator, would die for his creation, his creation that would reject him. He knew Jesus would climb up there and give himself. He knew Christ would do that. Oh, Satan was there on that night that Jesus was crucified. But Satan didn't do the shouting. He didn't have to. Unfortunately, all he had to do was to tempt us to listen to the crowd, to listen to each other. 
rather than to the voice of God. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.